Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Why it matters. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is the evening runway. I'm Elliot Danker. It's now time for Why It Matters. And it's no secret that Singapore is taking major steps to prepare for a super-aged society with senior-friendly home features, assisted living facilities, and a whole lot more. In fact, one in four will be aged 65 years and above by the year 2030 and will require extended healthcare services in the coming years. Now, on that note, the truth is there are many things that Singapore is not adequate prepared for the aging Singapore and of them is the current healthcare or living facilities spaces. Now the current situation is quite dire. There are insufficient spots in healthcare institutions, lackluster environments, plaguing people in need. Uh, irony abounds as hospital wards, healthcare facilities, all meant to heal, become sterile, monotonous and well, it's kind of devoured of that personal touch and that's something that our next guest is working on to change Singapore's healthcare facilities. On the line with me is David Huang, Vice President, Studio Practice Leader, HKS Asia Pacific Design Consulting. David, good afternoon. How are you? I am great. Thanks for having me. Thanks a lot for taking the time. Uh, we're talking about this from an architecture perspective. Let's start off with how HKS is an award-winning global architecture, interior design, planning and advisory firm. Tell us about some of the notable works by HKS. Uh, well, we've been in Singapore for about six to seven years. Um, our headquarters, of course, is in Dallas, Texas. So um, in Singapore, we've been doing a lot of projects in the Asia region, and we're doing uh, Changi General Hospital as well as uh, Bedok, the Eastern General Hospital at the moment. All right. So I mentioned we're talking and approaching this conversation from the architecture design point of view. So what are some of the gaps in our healthcare facilities? What's lacking as far as this infrastructure is concerned? Infrastructure. I mean, Singapore is uh, has some of the best hospitals in the world. Sure. So I think we are doing actually pretty well. Uh, and of course, whenever we try to design hospitals in Singapore, we do have to be very prudent with uh, taxpayers' money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we try to balance budget with as well as providing um, healing environments for patients, for visitors and for staff as well. Yeah. But when it comes yep. to designing a healthcare facility, it's something I'm personally curious about. How is that different from, well, designing another building? So as a designer, I think, uh, I mean, hospitals are places which we don't generally go to voluntarily. Mm. So, you know, you put yourself in the mind of the people who go there. Uh, they're usually there in emergencies, in moments of crisis or stress or bereavement. So as designers, we first and foremost, we put ourselves in the shoes of the, of the users. We're at their most vulnerable, you know, going through some of the most difficult times in their lives. And we try to do our best to design environments that bring them comfort. But I think that's something different about this typology than uh, others. Mm. So uh, we understand that HKS has experience in designing healthcare facilities internationally. I know you mentioned some locally. Um, Tell us about how you're looking at these design concepts and how they can be incorporated into local hospitals. Right. So um, I think healthcare designer all around the world uh, uses the same sort of principles. Uh, we try to address psychological, physical, and organizational factors to uh, create healing environments. You know, we want to think about things like giving patients control, uh, privacy, and calmness, and especially wayfinding. That's how when you get to the hospital, you need to be able to find where you're going to as easily as possible. I think that's a big stressor for a lot of people, uh, making sure that check-in is easy, uh, you know, minimal waiting times, telemedicine if you need a follow-up, basically ways that can allow you to not go to the hospital if you really don't have to, 
and to eliminate stress factors like anxiety, uncertainty, insecurity for patients. Uh, and then as designers, you know, we also want to bring in the physical aspects like light, space, color, texture, uh, even sounds and aromas that create a certain experience, uh, places for next of kin to come in, comfortable seating, and especially integrating nature. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big thing we do very well in Singapore. We, you know, have hospitals co-located with parks, with gardens, bringing in lots of natural light. Because actually we... Studies have shown that, you know, when patients have views of nature, they actually need less pain medication. They even have shorter hospital stays. So it's, it's totally in the interest of the organizations to adopt as many biophilic features as possible and um, providing restful spaces with uh, minimal environmental stressors like, you know, dim light, mm. making sure odors and air quality are good. Yeah. And I think one thing we, we really need to do in Singapore is to take care of the staff because when yeah. you have care uh, staff that are happy, they can actually take care of the patients better. Mm. So we need to protect staff from abuse and harassment and also make sure they have the facilities they need to get rest and respite so that they can provide better care to patients. Yeah, make sure the hospital doesn't smell like a hospital, if you get what I mean. Yeah, exactly. It's funny because as you're describing all of that, I'm thinking, wait a minute, therefore you're designing a healthcare facility that provides a good emotional experience. And that's something that I guess people tend to overlook. Yes, exactly. Right. It's all about, I mean, our psychological aspects, our physical is all intertwined with mm. how quickly we heal and, and, you know, access to having your family members there, like ensuring that we bring them in as part of your care plan and giving you information in a timely manner mm-hmm. and involving patients and families in their decisions. I think these are all things that make patients feel like they are in control okay. and that they know where they're going and what's going to happen to them. Yep. I suppose, David, when ideas are being pitched, I mean, you're a designer, I'm sure you've had some experience at that. It, it, there is this concept of a healing environment and how that environment ignites positivity. Could you explain the concept of a healing environment? How, how do you do that during pitches? Uh, well, we we definitely talked a lot about what we need to do to create that environment. Uh, we have natural light, views, uh, sun, you know, nature, quietness, restful spaces, all those things contribute to that healing environment. So I think, of course, we have to balance function and, you know, and cost and budget and all that. But in every space we do, we're always looking for opportunities to, you know, integrate those things that create that emotional experience for patients as well. Mm. How, yeah. how much does that overlap into the fact that the, your customer base essentially uh, uh, is an aged population? Therefore, uh, as much as you've got a healing environment, um, all the people are naturally a little bit slower uh, in terms yeah, of move, movement, yeah. cognitive, that sort of thing. Right, right, right. So, I mean, hospitals, of course, cater to all age ranges, I think, um, but we definitely do uh, take into account people with, you know, mobility challenges or reduced vision perception, uh, maybe reduced cognitive functions. Um, So anything we can do to sort of make hospitals easier to navigate, um, you know, with less confusing colors or, you know, simplicity, those things will help. And of course, when it comes to long-term care facilities like nursing homes, that's especially when it matters, right? Because these are designed for the elderly. Some of these people may be living out the rest of their lives in uh, these facilities. So that's when we actually specifically design for dementia and things like that. Right. And and the Singapore government has been actually pretty proactive about coming up with principles. So that in 2013, they actually gathered uh, practitioners, operators together, and they came up with 
principles of dementia-friendly design. Mm. And these have been implemented in a lot of the most recent nursing homes. You see, actually, Singapore is some of the nicest public nursing homes in the world. Even though we do do multi-better units, I think in overseas, they turn a single better. Yeah. But here, in order to be prudent with our taxpayer money, we put four, four people in a room. In hospitals, sometimes we put six people in a room. This is just to save cost, right, and to deliver care in a very efficient manner. Mm. But there's, there's still beautiful nursing homes, right? We We've got this cluster concept where yeah. we put beds in groups of four, and then yeah. each group is in groups of 16. They have shared living rooms. So these little groups form little communities, little neighborhoods within a single floor. And I think these are things that really help the elderly to, you know, kind of slow down that cognitive decline. Yeah, I, I like that you mentioned that because it, it reminded me of a couple of years ago, I visited a, like a nursing aged home in Perth. And, you know, the, the people there have a very nice, it's, it's like a, a mini village where they've got homes the size of a room, easy access, and they've got like little parks they can walk in. And I've always wondered how Singapore would deal with that challenge when you consider we don't exactly have space. Yeah, we do that in a high-rise way. Yeah. So every floor has... We actually have gardens on every floor of nursing mm. homes. Yeah. That patients can, you know, they go out and wander around. It's like, we call them wandering gardens. Okay. And they generally go in a loop, right, so that the patient or the resident doesn't get lost. And they yeah. come back to where they start. And we give them seats, we give them handrails, so along yeah. the way they get tired, they can sit down. And I think one of the best ones I saw, it actually integrated a bus stop. Oh. So they took a actual old-school orange and white bus stop and they put it in the middle of the garden and then uh, residents would actually go and sit there and think that they're waiting for a bus and uh, for them it was a great experience right because they're actually in that kind of late stage dementia mm. so to them it's a it's almost a realistic experience and i've seen others where they would set up a room like an old barber shop or yeah. an old coffee shop and these are these nostalgic motifs that i think um, again really help with the cognitive decline. No, yeah, I, I, and I love the way you describe it and great that it's uh, dementia friendly as well. I, I, I caught on to something you mentioned at the start that, you know, as a designer, you don't want to voluntarily visit a hospital to get inspiration. I, I suppose on that, that's where collaboration is so important. Any chance you could share more about how HKS collaborates with others? Oh, yeah, certainly. So, I mean, HKS, I think our role is mostly in medical planning. Okay. So we partner with architects in Singapore. And, I mean, uh, when you design a hospital on the scale that Singapore does it, you know, you need a huge team. You know, we have uh, engineers, we have architects, we have uh, signage designers, we have landscape designers, you know, everything, all these different groups of people bring their expertise to the project. And we kind of feed off of each other's ideas to come up with the best kind of yeah. design possible. Yeah. yeah. Just a final question, David. I, I, you've described quite a bit about dementia-friendly environments uh, or healthcare facilities. What other trends are you looking at that's going to come into play as Singapore moves towards a super-aged society? Mm, yeah, so Singapore has this population health concept where, in fact, now hospitals, currently hospitals are places you go when you're sick, right? And they yeah. get paid for each sick person that goes there. But I believe the government's actually trying to change that so that the hospitals will get paid for taking care of a certain population, including the people who are well. And so that the focus will be shifting from illness to prevention, mm. to outreach, and to wellness. So in fact, you'll see hospitals actually going out into the communities to do screening, to actually promote kind of healthy lifestyles, yeah. and ensuring people do not need to come to the hospitals, right? We can provide care at home. There's telemedicine, there's home yeah. visits, there's medicine delivery, you know, to free up resources in the hospitals for those who need them the most, right? Because our, as our population ages, we are going to see a, a increase in demand. And then 
some of the other trends we see is increasing in automation. Mm. So definitely staffing is a, is a big issue in Singapore. You know, we can never yeah, get enough yeah. nurses, enough all the support workers, right? So yeah. we need to increase our use of robotics okay. so that staff can actually focus on the tasks that provide the highest value add, mm. right? We don't want nurses serving food. We actually want them taking care of the patients yeah. and so forth. And the third trend that's really important nowadays is pandemic readiness. Mm. I think we've all been through covid now our hospitals are going to be designed to cope with this kind of surge in people who need isolation, who need ventilators and so on, and to be kept away from the general population so that the infection doesn't spread. So these are things we are already trying to do for the next generation of hospitals here. All right. So I've been speaking with David Huang, who is Vice President, Studio Practice Leader, HKS Asia Pacific Design Consulting. David, appreciate your time. Take care and have a great Tuesday evening. Thank you so much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.